From Star Trek to the practice and from stage to the big screen, William Shatner has cultivated a career spanning over 70 years as an award-winning actor, director, producer, writer, recording artist, and author. On Sunday, October 15th, Bill will be on stage at the Coronado Performing Arts Center up in Rockford. You can join Mr. Shatner for a night of intergalactic fun as he leads audiences on a journey through time and space, sharing fascinating and humorous behind-the-scenes stories from his life and career, including answering audience questions. You can get tickets at coronadopack.com. And to talk about that journey is William Shatner. Great to talk to you again, Bill. Well, that was well done, well written. Uh, <laughs> Yes, so I'll be I'll be there on stage at Rock. Uh, let me uh, let me say a word. I don't know is it of caution, perhaps. So the uh, Hollywood is in a turmoil right now because of the actors and writers' strike. The writers may have solved a problem. Uh, I'm not sure, but there is a pivotal moment in the technology of today that affects everybody. Uh, the uh, automobile workers, uh, the actors, there is a, a, a change going on in technology as well as philosophical, as well as the uh, existential world around us. Everything is in, in, uh, in change. As a result, the actors are on strike to refer to those changes and, and have some fairness in the changing world. That's the actor strike. So I have to abide by the rules and regulations that the actors have uh, espoused in order not to break the picket lines. I am on tour. The film, The Wrath of Khan, will be played prior to my going on stage. I will not be anywhere near the theater while the film is going on, but shortly thereafter... And the option is up to you, the audience, to come and see the film. Shortly thereafter, I will be in the theater on stage and talking and hoping, hopefully amusing and amazing you uh, about a variety of subjects. I will not be able to say the word uh, Star Trek, uh, but perhaps by some divination, we'll have a mutual understanding that it, I may be referring to this unknown subject that we all understand gotcha gotcha well you know you're a busy man as always though i mean touring the country your most recent book boldly go which was an amazing collection of essays preceded by 30 other best-selling books albums tvs the movies you've always pushed the limit haven't you but what i am able to grasp in many cases because i'm offered it uh for example i was offered to, to perform at kennedy center and I had been writing songs with my team, uh, Dan Miller and uh, Robert Cherno. Uh, so we had songs about the earth. I'm consumed, I guess it would be the word, about the connection, the interrelationship of nature. And so we had songs having to do with, and one of the major songs was uh, So Fragile, So Blue, mm -hmm. uh, and the intertwined with So with the with the word so fragile so blue was what can we do and in my imagination the the music video that we hope will be released very soon will be uh, other entertainers saying what can we do what can we do and so these opportunities are offered to me and by some mystical way it, by the book bold go which i have out there now i'm suggesting that the universe is taking care of me mm -hmm. 
because, and I don't know why, because I'm open to it, because I vibrate, and whatever it is, things that go bad many times turn out to be good. And maybe it's an attitude. Uh, there's been some cancer in our family, and that scare brought everybody together in an expression of love. And so in some weird way, the affliction became an affection. And and it was beautiful to see happen. <clears throat> it's still not over, but it's it's been assuaged. And so I'm offered these things seemingly by magic, and I grasp the opportunity rather than invent it. I hear you. And you know what's wild about that? When you say that, there's there's teaching moments, there's learning moments when those things happen in I life. I try to find that learning moment. Yeah. Would you say that you, it's, you're more attracted to projects that are out of your comfort zone, I guess? Well, comfort zone is an interesting thing. I've been, I've been a performer since I was six years old. Yeah. So I'm, if I'm prepared, if I know my words and I know what to, how to do them by rehearsal, and uh, there's no fear. There's only, I, you know, does a football player, does a professional NFL player go into a game a little fearful of getting hit on the head, or is he totally dedicated to the winning the game? I mean, there it's a fascinating human question about anything. It doesn't have to be a football game. It could be a test. It could be a household situation where you're being tested. Are you afraid, and do you go with courage, or do you go with complete insouciance, not giving a damn? Is that, I mean, it's just there all the time. The difference between how you the difference is how you feel, and can you condition how you feel? And that I think is part of what affects me. Well, and I think you've been doing that all your life. I mean, it's very obvious in, in your career. You said you've been acting since you were six, and we won't get specific here. But you were in the movies in the early 1950s, Broadway in the mid-50s, first appearances on television in the later 50s, and some and on some groundbreaking shows, and always unique roles. There was nothing to really typecast a William Shatner when you first got started. And I can tell that throughout your career, and, and, and through Star Trek, and then all the way to the practice, and other projects that you did, that those roles were always very unique to you, and you made them your own. And that came out of the the wanting to take a chance and do something different. Yes, yes, but, you know, my impression is that I'm stumbling around, uh, like uh, hitting my head against the wall, and the wall gave way, and I walked through the hole in the wall, and there I was in another room doing something else. It's not like... I've heard people say, well, I did this and I made a, a career move. And I'm thinking, what's a career move? <laughs> well, it's something, you know, you could be doing the same thing for 70 years. And I think that is the secret to your longevity is Maybe. I wouldn't call it so Maybe. much a career move, but I would say just taking a chance on something really unique that you read and you say, you know what? This is interesting. I want to try this. I want to do this. That, that, that's exactly what I've done. I, uh, somebody offers me something, and I adjudicate it as to whether it's fun or interesting or, you know. I mean, there are a number of criteria 
actors use? Is it an interesting role? Is it an interesting people? Is it an interesting director? Is it all those things, artistic things? And the, you know, how good is the money? Where is the location? Uh, how do I feel? What's my personal situation? Many, if it's a really important thing, many elements go into a decision. Mostly, of course, is, is it an interesting role in an interesting project with interesting people? Yeah, absolutely. Well, like the unexplained uh, that you hosted, um, you're the perfect host for that. Well, hosting, it's they ordered sixty hours, six zero yeah. hours yeah. this year. Oh, no, the, the orders come in ten, eight, twelve hours, six zero hours of this show that I'm doing, the unexplained, which is suddenly caught up. I guess because it's on uh, not only is it on the uh, Netflix, the, the History Channel, but it's also on uh, Netflix. Uh, Netflix, yeah, and and it's suddenly it's popped and sixty hours. I went, what? How do we do sixty hours? <laughs> but you know, you're perfect for it because I think what I get from that is you want to learn as much as we want to learn about what you're talking. You no, know, it's such an interesting show. When uh, I've had to look at the at the uh, the list of shows that we've done. And are going to do because I'm going to do some uh, interviews on that. And I thought, my God, the subject matters, the caves that were built two thousand years ago, the underground cities that there's no way we would we could do them with today's equipment. How do they do them thousands of years ago? Moving stones, many tons of weight. How did they move them from one place to another? There's no way that they couldn't do it without giant caterpillar tractors and they didn't have them how did they how did they do the things they did technologically thousands of years ago that's one of the one of the mysteries one of the unexplained mysteries that we tackle is so fascinating what human beings were capable of doing by using their mind and not only their mind of how to reason but it's possible that the uses of the mind can Conveying and convecting uh, energy yeah. is stupefying. Well, and as much as you like looking back, you look ahead. Space, the final frontier. I mean, you've, you traveled on Jeff Bezos' blue original space shuttle. You See how you, hard it is to say? <laughs> say it again. Space, the final frontier. <laughs> it takes a little while to get that. I know you're right. But that's another, <laughs> that's another thing where you... People don't appreciate how hard it is to say <laughs> I got it. I finally got it. I finally got it. But that trip was was a part of some fear, too. I mean, you were going into that pretty excited, and then you felt something different when you did that. Listen, what I do with these narrations is, I, I like to think of it, and somebody will have to correct me, as peculiarly my own. The unexplained is so interesting for me that I go into them in cold readings. Uh, you and I know what that is. Mm. It means uh, I've never seen, I, I don't want to see the copy before I do it. Mm. I've, I've become, a, because of these years of practice, a pretty good cold reader. So I'm both looking ahead and not looking ahead, and you know what I mean, yeah. uh, reading copy. Mm-hmm. So I'll do it once. Absolutely, I've never seen it before, and I'll do it because it, I'm there, I'm, I'm feeling the words. Then I'll do it a second time, knowing what's coming up, and perhaps doing it a little better. But I'm enthralled 
by the by the sense of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I've never the, the writers are that good that that they've enthralled me who's performing the enthrallment. I mean, it's really mystical, and 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 I allow that mysticism and that amusement and that astonishment to creep into my voice. I don't try and iron it out so it becomes a, a, a flat delivery of here we are. No, it becomes part of, wow, I don't really believe what this, what am I hearing? And it's me that's, I mean, and I'm hearing me. And these are some of those great stories that you're going to hear on stage. Sunday, October 15th, Bill will be performing at the Coronado Performing Arts Center up in Rockford. Tickets can be found at Coronado Pack. Dot com. Bill, I always enjoy speaking with you. You're a damn cool guy, and I look forward to seeing you on stage again. Thank you, man. I, I hope to see you and, and, and shake hands with you. Thank you, sir. All right, news is next here on 720 WGN.